What is up? It is Monday night, so live from Nostalgic Books and Comics in San Gabriel, California, it's Dre's Geek Philosophy, the Monday edition, the April 22nd edition. What is going on? We're live, 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 live on Facebook. We're live on Twitch, and we're recording for our faithful podcast listeners, the handful of people who do listen to this podcast, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, or on Apple Podcasts, which a lot of people, apparently, I'm on this share your podcast or promote your podcast page, a lot of people are like, no, Apple Podcasts, me. Why? (laughs) Some people just really hate Apple. Uh, Uh, I don't know. I I, I don't mind it. Yeah. I have no major issue with with eating apples. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is, but hey, what do I know? I'm just a dude who likes to come on the internet <laughs> and talk about random pop culture and explain some of it. You know what's happening right now as we speak, Mr. Millini? Yeah, you, you, I do, yeah. You, he, Mr. Millini here showed me a video. Right? The Avengers Endgame premiere is happening right now. Yeah. Right at this very moment. Mm-hmm. The Avengers Endgame uh, um, premiere is happening and... Hollywood, California, and the only two nice blocks of Hollywood, yeah. which are closed right now at the moment. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I never had to deal with that one. Uh, mm. During that year where I worked for Disney, <laughs> take a drink. Uh, I never had to deal with that. I had to watch everyone leave, and then I have the I basically have the office to myself. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> some premiere happened, yeah. I basically just sat at the office. I'm like, la, 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 just doing like chair races with a couple other contract workers. Yeah. <laughs> As the, and the, the rest of the entire publicity office was banished or... Sent off to go fight in, in, yeah. Hel- in Helm's Deep, so to speak, at these premieres. And actually, a couple of our guests, uh, two of our guests who were on the show last year, Utahema Cosplay and Andrew J. Alandi, they're there right now. Mm. They're, 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 they've been promoting the pro- on their social media that they're out there dressed up as Tony Stark and as Gamora, well, the, cool. world, the, the galaxy's most dangerous woman. Mm. They're, out, they're out there right now with a whole bunch of other cosplayers, I guess. Marvel slash Disney got hit to like, hey, there's a lot of people like to dress up as these mm. characters, so they, they invite them down. Oh, that's cool. I hope they get to watch the movie, at least in one of the other yeah. side theaters. They yeah. have plenty of theater. I'm sure, like, you know, whatever theater they're using, whether it's the, I think it's the Man's Chinese. Oh, well, well. Probably the Alcatraz 10, no? Oh, they, they alternate. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Sometimes it's the cap. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it's it's really weird. Mm. It, it varies by the movie. Sometimes yeah. they use the Chinese there. Sometimes they use, and then each of those series has a bunch. Of, well, except see, the L cap only has like that one, one yeah. screen. Sometimes they like to have the other screens because they have one one is this press, mm. <laughs> and then the other is the actual cast and crew, and then the others like they have a bunch of you know, you know radio radio yeah. stations have oh tickets to the premiere like they don't get to sit with the yeah. movie stars no they get shuffled off to another side theater yeah. they get, like 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 when we go to the to the theater where we're usually in theater one yeah, yeah these people are shoved off at like theater five yeah or theater eight <laughs> far away from the famous people who yeah. are there who I don't even know if they even stick around heaven knows yeah you always hear stories about. Like sometimes they're there, they're on the little carpet. Hey, hi everybody, how's it going? And then off they leave. Goes, yeah, I don't need to see this. Or I don't watch any work that I perform in. <laughs> so that's happening as we speak right now. Yeah, uh, not to encourage you to leave our show and go check social media, but yeah. <laughs> that's happening right now. Some of my, my my friends who I worked with back at back when I worked at Disney <laughs> are, are off uh, dealing with that right now. Yeah, you know what else everyone's dealing with right now? Last night, episode two. Of Game of Thrones mm. final season dropped and and my, my brave fiance uh, Rosa she is a uh, let, let me tell you the crazy thing that she's doing because uh, she's never watched Game of yeah. Thrones so like last week 
She watched all of, well, she watched the first, though. She, had seen the, she had seen just the first episode. So she said, she decided, like, fuck it, I'm going to Quentin Tarantino this shit. She, like, yeah. so that way, I was, I was willing to wait to watch this season until after she was done. She's like, oh, fuck that shit. She'd watch episode one. <laughs> I think she watched episode two. We watched episode one last week. She watched it with me, and I was just like, Arr! I think I might have talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. So she made her way through the entirety of season one over the course of, she's going to watch every season. Yeah. So she's like, by the end of, by episode two, she had finished episode, well, season one. By next episode three, she'll watch all of season two. She's like, kind of, it's Quentin Tarantino. And you know what? It's kind of fucking working. <laughs> because there's a lot of callbacks, that, like especially right yeah. now. There's been a lot of callbacks that happen to older seasons, which are paying off for her. And she's just like, oh, wow, it's really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so, I don't know, spoilers... Like in the very first episode of the very of the show, it's like one this one guy who's banging his sister. He pushes the kid out the window. <laughs> uh, Bran, for those of you who watch the show, and so we pay that off. Where it's like, oh, the first time that those characters see each other is at the end of the last the last week's episode. Oh, yeah, the dude, the douchebag who chews them off, who's gone on this crazy, you know, emotional journey. He sees the kid that he gets crippled, and like, oh shit, and then they deal with it in last night's episode. And last night's episode was very well. I know, you're not in fantasy, but last night's episode, I saw a friend of mine refer to it as the first disc of the two towers, Oh, <laughs> where it's a lot of setup building for next week, because it's a lot of, you had all these emotional moments yeah. with all these characters, a lot of these characters, all the all the good guys are all huddled up in one castle because death is coming. There, there is going to be like the, the battle to end all battles. Mm. It, it is the living versus the dead. That's what's hap- That's what's going to happen. And then the, everyone's having these little emotional moments, and there's a lot of funny shit that happens. It was, it was it's really great, and I had to really resist explaining everything to Rosa because she, she's sitting there watching. She's still she's enjoying it, and she's like, "Fuck it, I'm Tarantino." And, shit. <laughs> and like last week, I kept going like, oh, no. "I wanted to like speak up." This time, I, I I actually held back a lot. She's like, "Why are they doing this?" I'm like, "Reasons. <laughs> I can't tell you. I want you to enjoy it when you get to season six or season seven in a couple weeks." <laughs> And yeah, like there's all these like touching moments, and there was a really great uh, meme that a friend of mine, uh, Shannon, had posted. It was so awesome, <laughs> like out of context spoilers, and it was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was really great. And if you watch the show, just go to go to my go to my personal Facebook page. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna mm. be great. Then the, the the very the last like there's this argument between two characters. Yeah, and then the last thing here is like these three horns go off. The dead are here, and end of episode. Yeah. And then next week, it's like, they barely showed it. Like, it's funny, like, they go, oh, next week on Game of Thrones or whatever. It's like, nope, they barely show a goddamn thing. Mm. <laughs> and right there, they're like, oh, fuck Daenerys. And then Rolando with the great joke, I think her nephew did. <laughs> yes, that happened. He, he didn't know he was fucking his aunt. Mm. <laughs> but he did. <laughs> what can you do? I mean, if they've already established that brother and sister is fucking is okay, hey, maybe a little aunt-nephew action <laughs> when neither of them know. It's okay. They didn't. No. They didn't know. As long as once they figure out that they are... <laughs> Game of Thrones! Here, here, yeah. Spoiler-free review of last night. Somebody got some ass. <laughs> Somebody got knighted. <laughs> Somebody drank a lot of milk. <laughs> That's why the photo, like you see, the Stone Cold Steve Austin covers his face in milk. Yeah. It's, it's all, it all makes sense if you watch the show. It all makes sense. It's very silly. Something that is, that is not silly. It's something I discovered today when I was doing some research for the show. Mm-hmm. The shift gears completely. Let's shift gears away from the GOT. I, I learned today mm-hmm. that China 
I guess um, they you know, they had been kind of like uh, you know they're starting to open up to media. Yeah, they, they they they're very closed off. You know, yeah. if you try to go to China and try to access your social media, you can't. Yeah, you can't access Facebook or Twitter or anything. You know, everything is very, very controlled. That government. A lot of people don't understand what freedom of speech is. Yeah, go to China, <laughs> and then you'll understand what the difference is between freedom of speech. You can't do shit. Yeah, here oh we can do almost whatever we goddamn please as far as the government is concerned. Yeah, over there you can't do shit. So today, it, it, it was. Uh, I read an article that China has. Uh, they had frozen all video game movement. <laughs> I guess they're allowing the Nintendo Switch to come out. They they they're kind of they go back and forth on video games. Yeah. So just recently, okay, they've allowed they're allowing video games to come to China again because there's 1.4 billion people. There's a lot of people. There's a, a lot of potential yeah. customers. Uh, there's 30 billion dollars in revenue when they were allowed. I guess for the last 10 months they hadn't allowed any games. They'd frozen all video game movement. They you could not buy games legally. I'm sure illegally. Yeah. I'm sure they're figuring out ways. But the way China controls the internet, there might be a bit of problem. Yeah. <laughs> so they're allowing video games, but they put in some rules that might be problematic <laughs> for some popular games. So the first, uh, well, the, the smaller rules like the. The games cannot have any mahjong or poker because apparently they have a humongous gambling problem. Yeah. In in China. I heard about that. The internet poker is ridiculous out there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they 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 love gambling. I yeah. mean, if you're from Southern California, just go swing by the Bicycle Club Casino. Yeah. <laughs> and you find the pie gal tables just flooded <laughs> with with Chinese men. Mm-hmm. Like ha ha, fuck you, China. I can come to America and gamble. Ha ha. So video games cannot have. Any gambling, so like a game like Red Dead Redemption would not be allowed because there's poker. They'd have to take out the poker. Yeah, like something like that would not be allowed. Uh, but so to speak, uh, continuing on here, uh, there cannot be any um, imperial history of China. So oh. games like Dynasty Warriors or so, st- stuff like that, or they, they can't. You cannot deal with anything that that talks about Chinese history. I guess probably in a negative light. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing that can put them negatively. They, see, again, this is all about the control. They want to control the narrative very much. And so, and then the, the last thing, which I, I was very surprised and how very uh, sweeping there, no blood and no corpses. Oh. And the thing about blood is like, it, it, you can't just change it like that. Back in the old uh, uh, Super Nintendo days, yeah, okay, it's not blood coming off the Mortal Kombat characters. It's sweat. Where yeah. I'm punching the sweat off. Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, no. You can't have any color. No, you can't change it to green. Oh, it's, it's not humans you're killing. It's aliens. That's perfectly fine. Got, Halo got away with that for years. We're, yeah. we're shooting aliens. That's fine. <laughs> Look at the green slob everywhere. No, apparently, no, violent, no, no blood, no corpses, no mutilating of people. So like your Red Deads and your Resident Evils and all your big, big time games that rely on that good old steady flow of violence are a no-go in China. Hmm. Well, obviously, like I mentioned, 1.4 billion people, if, if even 10% of that, that's 100 million potential customers. Yeah. Cell phone. And uh, this applies to all forms of, I'm sure, cell phone games and console games. Uh, Nintendo's getting the Switch in there, apparently. And now they have to, they're going to have to follow the, you know, these code, these rules. Mm-hmm. And any publishers, I mean, obviously, you can't just ignore it. You're, they're going to have to make custom versions of these games yeah. to sell in the Chinese market. Because this has happened before uh, where certain regions get different versions of the game. My, uh, a game that I, I love to talk about here is that uh, Resident Evil 4. Yeah. In America, oh yeah, 
you got to see Leon S. Kennedy die <laughs> in so many different ways. Like you got to see his head flop. You see his head flop off if he gets. You see his head get impaled if the if the blind monster hurt him. Ah! Punched him, got him right in the face. Apparently, in the Japanese version, as in Japan too, they got some rules. They got some rules. Mm-hmm. Boom! Like uh, anytime there was a, a near death like that, you'd see it almost happen, and then you'd just be you are dead. They uh, cut it off. Yeah. And, and, and like anytime, like the, the big chainsaw guy, like the, the chainsaw would come to the chest, and up oh, you're dead. So there, this has happened before, where the, there's a censorship of violence. But right yeah. here, like in China, apparently, no blood, no, blood. no corpses. You can't even see a dead body. So this, wow. uh, this puts a, you know, a big restriction on video game developers if they want to release something. Yeah, and it, it's it's already been happening now. Where a, a game that just came out for the PlayStation Four, I was reading about Devil May Cry Five. There was a woman who kind of showed you know, a little bit of cleavage. When they released the game in uh, America, they had to put a, a ray of light covering up <laughs> the cleavage completely. Wow. There's a lot of that going yeah. on. There's a lot of more censorship, a lot more control mm-hmm. that's being taken. It's like, uh, of course, you know, naturally people are like, nah, I want my violence. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we don't have to worry here in America. Yeah. Because <laughs> here, you know, <laughs> it's a fundamentalist Christian society. <laughs> violence is totally okay. The sexual content, mm-hmm. but your violence... Your, yeah. your GTAs are, are going to... Your Grand Theft Auto 6 will be perfectly fine here. But I, I was just very fascinated with this because before, you know, I guess China then on and off about this gaming thing. They're, they're kind of... They're opening up, but all right, here are your restrictions. You want some money? Because as we've talked a lot on this podcast is that the film industry yeah. has been kind of getting become dependent on China. Yeah, because of the, the, yeah, it's a huge market. There's a lot of yeah. money there. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, what does everybody want? Money. Everybody wants to get paid, yeah. you know? So I, I, I read that article today. I was really, it just, especially that, that there's a potential of $30 billion revenue just sitting out there. That's crazy. China, of all these people, just you gotta, you have, you're gonna have to dance around these rules. Mm-hmm. And I just found it very fascinating. That's nuts, man. That's, it's been a long time. That was a thing for a while, right? Where they, mm. you couldn't really do that stuff here, right? In certain video games, remember oh, yeah. that whole Mortal Kombat thing? Yeah, the whole Mortal, like the blood yeah. code, you know, where yeah. you had to enter a code to unlock the blood, or, or the Super Nintendo one had no blood at all. And, oh, everybody wanted the, the... That was one of the times where... Because the Super NES was dominating the Genesis, but that was one of the times where the Genesis game sold more than the SNES. Oh, because on the Genesis Mortal Kombat, A, B, A, C, A, B, B, I still remember the code. <laughs> Because you have to enter that code in, and then all, oh, okay, all of a sudden, Sub Zero's ripping heads off, yeah. Kano's ripping out hearts, and <laughs> getting all the well, freaking scorpions setting people on fire. Oh, all right, this is the real Mortal Kombat, yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, especially in the in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. there there was a lot of groups who were really going after video game violence. They, a lot of a lot of um, I want to say religious right groups, you know, yeah. back when they were they were occupying their time going after video games, saying, "Oh, video games are the cause of all the all the um all the problems. Yeah. Uh, oh, it encourages kids to be violent. Oh, blah 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 blah." And it's been obviously it's been since proven. Oh no, it's not video games. People are if if a violent crazy person <laughs> is already violent crazy, the video games are not gonna encourage them. If you're like a peaceful person you just get your rage out in the games, okay, cool. Like, I don't consider myself a violent person, but I'll cut through a motherfucker yeah. <laughs> in some Devil May Cry. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I saw something on, uh, what was it, uh, Vice? They were talking about, I forgot where it was. Was it Japan, maybe? Mm-hmm. They were talking about like how video game addiction is like, really bad. and like. <laughs> oh, it's, it's really bad in uh, yeah, Japan, especially in Korea, I remember. Yeah. Uh, there was an older game called Starcraft where... Um, 
a lot of people would just play it for hours on end to the point, or even World of Warcraft, they'd, they'd play the game for hours, even neglecting their own health. Yeah. Like, they'd be hungry, but nope, I still gotta keep going. <laughs> they're like, uh, it was uh, made fun of in uh, South Park. Yeah. In the World of Warcraft, was over, there's a dude just eating Cheetos, and he's like, oh, he barely moves, doesn't react. <laughs> yeah, I was watching this whole story on it, and they were showing how, like, they had these, like, camps where they had to, like, take, like, basically rehab. They get these guys out of that mindset. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I can say I was pretty addicted to yeah. a lot of games at various points in my life. I, I feel like that's a bigger problem than uh, violence. The violence, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like people losing themselves. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone else here who's watching around remember Second Life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was like a lot of people were, were, were giving up their real world to live in the Second Life. <laughs> in the, the crappy lawnmower man looking <laughs> world. <laughs> Which I, I never understood that one. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was, I could have sworn there was like an office joke. Yeah. Wasn't there where like where, where Dwight was living in Second Life and then like, Jim created like. Just to mess with him. <laughs> was like, jumped, got himself into the game to, but to prank was, him within the game. But was it Dwight's Second Life? He was just, he had, he had created his desk and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just, he was just, you know. It was kind of sad. Like yeah. he, his Second Life was basically his. Real life. Real life, yeah. He didn't, he didn't like, like, Jim was, like, flying around, like, oh, and then Jim ended up being, like, more addicted to it, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, see, so, yeah, right over here, uh, SoCalRMD on on Twitch, so, yeah, people have died by staying up and playing, ignoring food and bathing out. You know, it's like, if you don't sleep for, like, three, four days, you can die. Yeah. If you just keep yourself up, it, it's nuts. But now, it's it just going crazy. Something else that, 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 that happened recently that I haven't mentioned is Sony is banning sexual content in games globally. It used to be very regional. Mm-hmm. I learned from my boss, there's a lot of uh, Japanese uh, PS4 and uh, PlayStation Vita games. They're extremely sexual content. Yeah. A lot of, uh, they call them pansu games, where like, oh, you're looking at, you're looking at girls' panties. Uh. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff, oh, you, oh, these girls are possessed by demons. The only way we can free them is by stripping them. <laughs> I shit you not. <laughs> Look up Akiba's beats and the, and the Senron Kangetsu. Like we we have them at work. I'm just like, what the hell? It's like, like no shirts, no shoes, no service edition. I was like, what is this? <laughs> what are these games? Yeah. And then my boss Bobby's like, oh yeah, those are like you know like basically borderline porn games. But apparently Sony just very recently announced, oh no, they're cracking down. Like oh. like those were, would be fine to be released in Japan if they censor them a little bit, they'd be okay for. For North American release, but now they're there, they're cracking down. Any future PS4 games, any PS5 games have to abide. There's no strong sexual content. I guess maybe we, they can probably still hint at it. Yeah. But uh, no more, you know. I, I'm, I'm assuming even like old, older games, like you know, like the God of War, where they, the, that game famously had very, uh, very um, strong sex scenes, but you couldn't see them, but you could hear it. Yeah. And uh, there'd be a there'd be a jar falling over. <laughs> Uh, the more vigorously you, you combo because you'd have to enter in combos <laughs> while while the god of war was uh, was ra- was ravaging a couple of women you enter the combo like alright triangle 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 x x x circle <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see all these life bars <laughs> you see all these like oh you're getting all this XP <laughs> it, it was nuts oh well, so Calvin Diaz yeah who, who made these games uh, Pornhub no no uh, very morning Japanese it's very normal it's, it, over there in Japan I, I, I've said this before to many friends where over here we're like pro-violence but boo sexuality yeah. where it's like the other way around in a lot of other countries where yeah. it's like oh sexuality is fine sex is normal it's violence it's really really bad yeah yeah it's like when you see uh, I was my mom always brings it up how like, you look at the newspaper and mm-hmm. the 
from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll show some gruesome stuff in the newspaper, like, just, mm-hmm. you know. But then, like, in anything sexual, like, they cover that shit up, <laughs> like, you know. It's funny, because then, like, you have all the, all, the, all the weather, I mean, the most famous weather girl yeah. in the world. <laughs> They're showing her ass yeah. all day long. <laughs> They have, they have all female, all, uh, it's like, they've just, the, the new, I, I swear, I remember when, when I was still, would see what my mom was watching when I was living with her. Yeah. Like I'd, say, like, I'd see the news, it's just four hot chicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like your Channel 5 news team, boobs, 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 and booty. <laughs> and booty with the weather. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, it's very well, but you're right, they show all this violence, but oh, sexuality, it all depends on, it, uh, I think it was a stand-up comic on a, which I think I'm not sure if it was Jane Moore or someone who was explaining this. It was like, oh yeah, the whole, yeah, the, 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 it's religion. It's, it's all yeah. based in religion. Yeah. Oh okay, sex bad, violence good here. Other countries, oh yeah, violence bad, sex okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is how we procreate. It, it, it just, uh, it, it's very yeah, very confusing. But uh, apparently, uh, so Sony has been motivated even to even in their own home country, Japan, they're going to start banning sexual content. It's more about. Uh, the article I was reading is more kind of response to you know me too, where it's like, oh no, okay. we can't be having these like, games where oh, w- one of the games that work is like you 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 make these amazing meals for the girls and they, they become sexually infatuated because you fed them so well. <laughs> wow. Senron Kingetsu. Oh, oh, that's funny. You met, uh, Jai Potter here mentioned Dead or Alive Seven. No, Dead or Alive Six has already had the uh, they already removed the boob physics. <laughs> that, that that that's a fighting game where famously the boobs would move in ridiculous ways. <laughs> They had an entire engine <laughs> that was dedicated to the breasts. Ah. It just controlled the physics of the boobs. Like, depending on how, how the, the female characters would kick or punch, the boobs would move in, in accordance with them. Mm-hmm. And they'd be outlandishly huge. Nah. Oh, God. Jai Porter brings back a, a terrible memory from the, mm-hmm. from the early 2000s. The Guy Game. This was a very much a, a, from the era of... A, uh, what's a girls gone wild no. type of thing where it's like you, you, you play this trivia game and if, if, if everyone performs well then it would show you a, a girl in a wet t-shirt ah. the guy game remember that game I, I think it was eventually banned I mean, <laughs> we, we were not allowed to sell it like, we were all still working at GameStop at that point yeah. in 2004 2005 I remember we, when we got banned I remember we borrowed a copy went to Jai's house and we played it and it was like just like mediocre <laughs> even back in our broadband <laughs> before broadband we could still find better pornography than this guy game oh, SoCalRMD over here on, on Twitch says dead or alive with no boo physics is a sky without clouds <laughs> yeah, the, the, the creator himself Tomonobu Itagaki if I remember his name correctly he was famous for Super Violent Ninja Gaiden and Super Booby <laughs> dead or alive yeah, yeah, the, the world changes you know yeah. the, the, the the super hyper duper sexualization. We we have to rely on Pornhub for that now. <laughs> everyone, we have to we have to rely on the, on, on those <laughs> on, on on those sources to get our crazy sexual stuff. It just nuts. So I say nuts. Yeah. Ah, you know I I love old video games. Mm. Uh, not not just because they're full of violence and, and boobs. Like, <laughs> I really love older video games. I was going through. One of the one, one of my you know, I, I've unearthed most of my uh, my game collection yeah. out of uh, my mom's garage and, and now I have it in some of it at a storage facility and in some of it at that that cat house with me and Rosa and I was looking through some of them and man uh, a game that I really enjoyed I'm gonna I'm gonna have Rosa play it. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stream that it's a game called Katamari Damacy to completely change things mm-hmm. it was this weird game and it's funny I, I was reading a, a game magazine the other day yeah <laughs> oh, I, I found a place I found a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> 
Me, me, uh, me and Rosa found a Barnes and Noble in, in Irvine on our way back up from San Diego, and, and I was like, "Oh wow, it's a game magazine." <laughs> Lo and behold, published in in the UK. Oh, no, yeah. Because <laughs> that's where game magazines still exist, apparently, yeah, yeah. in the United Kingdom, not here, in America. <laughs> and I was looking at Kata, and it's funny. I was like, "Oh, Katamari Damacy." Yeah, I was telling Rosa about it. Oh, you'd like this game. The point of the game is so like the, uh, the the king of all the cosmos. He 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 got drunk and he erased all the stars in the sky. <laughs> And so now you are the prince of all the cosmos. You have to help build all these stars. And the way you're going to build these stars, you're going to go down to Earth. You're going to take this little Katamari ball and you're going to roll up shit. Oh. <laughs> and so the entire point of the game, you just take the controller and you're just using the sticks like a tank. You know, that moves you forward and forward and back. This one moves side to side. And you're using a roll up shit. <laughs> and, that, and then you just roll up shit and get your Katamari bigger and bigger. And then I was like, oh shit. I think because Rosa is she's not really into the video games, not that no. much. But I was like, oh, she really liked this game because yeah. the best, well, the second best thing, other than it being a very, a very simple and fun game, the music of the game is amazing. No. They they released the soundtrack separately, and the soundtrack sold like crazy. It's all like it's very peaceful and like very catchy little tunes. Na 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 na. A katamari damasi. It's this fun and weird game, yeah. and which. If you can still pick up if you go to at Dusty Games, <laughs> you can get Katamari Damacy for your PS2, or you can even get it me and my Katamari for your PSP. <laughs> and I believe there's a PS3 Katamari Damacy. I could be wrong, but if my memory serves correct, if you have a PS3, you can still get a Katamari Damacy as well. Go to at Dusty Games and check it out. There, our awesome sponsor. And no, I did not just drop that plug because I noticed he was he just started watching right now. <laughs> hey, Bobby. <laughs> So yeah, this game is—it's really weird. And I forgot. Like, I love these weird games yeah. from back in the day because I've been on this real, you know, on this retro kick. I, that's why I wanted. You know, we eventually will get this uh, this show on the weekends. Like, yeah, I—I I, I was originally going to do a test episode of um, of a uh, game time with Dre or whatever, whatever we're going to end up calling it on the mm-hmm. weekends where we we sit here and play a retro game. Uh, but I, was, I, I ran off to San Diego with my lady to celebrate our anniversary. Um, but I, I, I've been going through all this older stuff, and man, I keep looking at this stuff. And I'm like, I loved a lot of this older shit. Yeah. Um, like last week after the after the show, well, I tested uh, my, my my PS2 to make sure that was still working. I was playing Burnout Three uh, Takedown, and man, it was hard to play. <laughs> I think like my reflexes are slow. <laughs> also, I was trying to play Burnout with an arcade stick, yeah. which was very difficult. That was that was not ideal. <laughs> I got I have to I have to go dig up some batteries. For my old Logitech PS2 uh, controller, yeah. so I can have my analog sticks <laughs> and my buttons, so I can try to play play more normally. But man, I, I love older games. I, I just there's just some magic to it mm-hmm. from from the old, the old from the olden times. <laughs> yeah, I fired up uh, Super Smash Brothers uh, last night. Oh, nice! Because uh, they had a whole bunch of DLC had come out, and I, I just I guess maybe tr- trying to play Smash Brothers by yourself is very. Um, I think it's very futile. Yeah. Much like uh, if you try to play Rock Band by yourself, it's very masturbatory. <laughs> it's just you by yourself. And like trying sp- playing Smash Brothers or something that's meant to be played with multiple players by yourself is not fun. Yeah. And so I was like, oh man, I want to. I, I need to dig up a, a second uh, Xbox controller because I'm gonna put you. Well, not today, obviously, but uh, I, I'm bringing the Xbox original. I, I gotta dig up either a second controller or I gotta. 
hit up my boss and, and, and buy or borrow a second original Xbox controller. We're going to play Justice League Heroes. Because mm. I know I, the way I'm going to get you to play games, Mr. Milano, is got to be yeah. comic book related. <laughs> be it like X Men Legends, which I, I know I have. Uh, uh, Freaking Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. That's another fun one. Oh, God. I, I loved that game back in the day. Ah! Oh. It'd be so much fun. I'm gonna, it's like when, when, when we can't get someone on the weekends, I'm going to put you behind the wheel and we're going to play some Justice League Heroes. There you go. Because, you know, you know what the main reason, I, I bet you can figure out the main reason why I like the Justice League Hero games. Justice League Heroes. Martian Manor. Martian Manor. <laughs> that is correct. One of the few rare games where I can use Martian Manor. I don't count um, uh, that, that those Injustice games. No. Uh, I, I just can't get behind that Mortal Kombat engine. It just... Uh, yeah. I, I'm very old. I don't like <laughs> games where I have to press a button to block. Yeah, I, I grew up holding back on my on the stick to block. This whole pressing a button to block thing, man. I, I've never. I, uh, I think Mortal Kombat Three was the most I ever played. I think that was the no. one I played the most. But I can't get these uh, these newer games. I can't do it. I, I uh, Mortal Kombat Eleven. I just found out uh, comes out tomorrow. I hadn't been paying attention. But no. Mortal Kombat Eleven. Uh, Ronda Rousey's gonna be the voice of Sonya Blade apparently, huh. and. Uh, yeah, the, the WWE was doing some big promotion for it uh, a few weeks ago. I, I didn't put the math together. I'm like, oh, WWE's really pushing it. I'm like, oh, wait, it's coming out. And my boss, Bobby, mentioned, oh, yeah, MK11 comes out tomorrow. I'm like, what the hell? It's even come out on Nintendo Switch. No, wow. Yeah, it's coming out on all the systems. But, yeah, new games, uh, they don't have... Yeah, see right here, Jeff Potter, old games have charm. And that's rare for a new game to have. Yeah, it, it's... There, there's something uh, to these older games. That's why I always say a lot of this older stuff, I really... Like it, I like the older stuff better, like you know NES, Super NES, you know N64, because the the game developers the game developers had to try harder. Yeah, they had to be more creative because the tools they were working with were much more limited. Mm -hmm. You go back and look at this older stuff. I, I fired up on, on my Nintendo Switch. They put all these old NES games. I uh, they had a game I had never I had never been able to play before. It's this weird game called Star Tropics. It's this weird game where you like, it's like you, you you go to an island and you gotta find a you gotta find your uncle and you're armed with a with a with a yo-yo and then you occasionally find a baseball bat and you're fighting off snakes mm -hmm. and bats and all kinds of crazy shit. And I, I always I remember reading about it in magazines back in the old days mm -hmm. in magazines again reading about this game and always looked incredibly challenging and I, and I finally got the, they added it to this you know they have this NES service on. Yeah. On the Nintendo Switch, if you subscribe for 20 bucks a year, you get the, this whole swath of NES games that you can play. And I finally got to try it for the first time ever, and it was really engaging. This, this old-ass NES game from the, you know, late 80s, that probably was more early 90s, late 80s, yeah. early 90s game. It was really good. I'm like, holy shit, it was hard as fuck. <laughs> I had to fight this giant, like, dragon. <laughs> I had to figure out, it was like... <laughs> Fortune favors the brave when you're playing this game. I'd like literally jump in front of it and like, yo, 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 fuck you, fuck you, run away. <laughs> you're just hopping around. Yeah. It's very simple. It, it, it was very um, it was very formatted like Legend of Zelda in that kind of like you're going from room to room. And then you know, there's all these little blocks you have to hop back and forth on. And it was just, I was like, what the hell? Like this is, I'd always heard that this game was good, but it was also very challenging. I, I finally got to see this crazy challenge. Yeah. It was nuts, but... That was much more engrossing to me than trying to play some modern game, mm. and, and that's that's where I've been I've been I've been doing that. It's like I've, I've been like I get this urge now. That's what 
I've dug everything up. I'm looking through all my stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to play this old GameCube game. I fired up. Start if you follow our, our if you follow our gaming channel, Dre's Geek Philosophy Gaming Stream, like a week or two ago, I played Star Fox Assault, and that, that was oh man, that was really fun. I was struggling though. <laughs> That's what I've been noticing. I, I fire up these old games, and yeah, I don't know my reflexes. I don't know if it's just yeah. you know my old man hands, <laughs> my sprained thumb. Like I can't do this. How did I do this back then? Twenty five year old me. Could conquer Beautiful Joe with no problem. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I played Beautiful Joe a few years ago at, at, a, at a gaming convention, and I couldn't get past the first level. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I could beat this game but, <laughs> with my eyes closed yeah. back in 2005. But, fast forward to 2019, or whatever, it was like 2013, 2014 when I played it at this gaming expo. I'm like, what's wrong with my hands? <laughs> is there something wrong with my hand-eye coordination? I'm like, why am I not dodging things? I can punch the bullets. I can punch the bullets. Why am I not punching the bullets? <laughs> Now, the cool thing about this game, Beautiful Joe, you could slow down. Like It was, it was like, it, you were in a movie. Yeah. You could control the film. You could speed up the film, and you'd go super fast. Mm-hmm. Or you'd slow down the film, and then everything's in slow motion, and you just, there's a bullet coming towards you, <laughs> punch the bullet, goes back the other way. Uh. And then you speed up time, and that bullet goes super fast right into the enemy. <laughs> I was struggling. I'm going to tell this story for, for the sake of Jai Potter here, because I know he's watching, so... I bought this game that whatever holiday that was. I, actually it was like 2003, 2004 when I bought this game. Like I had just started working at, at GameStop with with that character Jai Polder who's watching on Facebook Live, and I, I was playing the game and I was like I got to the I got to this boss. You're fighting a helicopter. Literally, mm-hmm. this helicopter just comes down. I'm like, yeah. You just have your fists and your feet. You can punch and you can kick. That's all you can do. But like, this helicopter's kicking my ass. I'm like <laughs> trying to jump up there and kick the helicopter, and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing. What the hell? Yeah. This is insane. And then Jai, who had already played the game, because I, I, I was late to the party on that game, and he's like, Dre, you can punch the bullets. I'm like, the fuck you mean I can punch the bullets? What the fuck are you talking about? You can punch the bullets. And then he's like, no. Oh. You slow down time. Like, the the, 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 the starts, like, when, when it's normal time, is you slow down time. And so I go home, fire it up, and start playing, and I slow down time, and you just see, boom. The giant bullet's coming towards you. I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, all right. Uppercut. Bullet goes back into the helicopter. Massive damage. I'm like... <laughs> and I went back to work the next day. John, I can punch the bullets. <laughs> and the whole game had written mechanics of, uh, oh, man, I, I can't... I, it's That bridge is too high. I can't, I can't jump up to that ledge. Yeah. And then you see, like, there's a water pipe in the background. Like, it's, like, kind of leaking slowly. You speed up time. <laughs> the area gets flooded. Manhole cover goes up with you. Uh, it was also like it was very clever. It was, uh, it was very clever yeah, in like how it used yeah, yeah. like like there'd be like there was these things blowing fire. Whoa, whoa! You slow down time. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so you just slow down time and you just walk right past the slow motion. <clears throat> it's, uh, oh, it's, it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's just it, it, it's beautiful. And I like I've, I've I've always liked clever games like that when there's something clever to it. It was like oh. Like it's not super challenging. I mean, it, it's a challenge, but it's not impossible. Yeah. Like when uh, when that Super Mario Maker came out a few years ago for the Nintendo Wii U, and I'm sure it's going to come out for the Switch at some point if it hasn't already. Uh, people were making levels that are basically almost impossible, yeah. and I'm like, what is the point of that? Yeah. Like like this built-in frustration. Like I, I I I can't deal with you know difficult for the sake of being difficult. If something is challenging, it's like oh, where it requires some intelligence. That's where I'm like, ah. Oh, I'm in. I'm all about that. Yeah, I saw a bunch of videos of that. Like those, those those levels where you like you're literally just falling and you have to like just 
control which way you're falling that mm-hmm. passes level, right? Yeah, or the, one of the other ones is like you have to constantly like you have to carry a shell with you, like you and like you have to hop off the shell to get the next one. You have to grab another shell, and like oh, and then you drop the shell and you're pop, bouncing off the shell. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Well, who? The, the, the amount of hate you have to have for yourself. <laughs> the amount of self loathing. Oh, okay, here, here we go. I have to read this comment because this is what Jai would say. Yeah, here, let me see. Let me let me expand that. This, this is for for those of you who cannot see Jai Potter's quote. If you're watching on Twitch or listening on our podcast feed, if you're watching on Facebook, you can see Jai Potter's quote right there. Uh, Beautiful Joe is like sex. I can describe it to you until I'm blue in the face. But until you play it for yourself, you can't appreciate it. <laughs> he would tell that to customers oh, when wow. we worked at GameStop. Because <laughs> someone would eventually come up, what's this Beautiful Joe game? I'm like, oh, dude, this game is awesome. And he's like, no, drink, 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 no, no, no. And he do as all Beautiful Joe is like sex. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. And when, when he and I were both this man, I was like, oh, Jai. And then being, when I became his boss, I'm like, Jai, you can't be telling people that Beautiful Joe is like sex. What's wrong with you? <laughs> he can't help himself. Can't help Kaizo level. I, 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 I want. Yes, I want to go back and play. But uh, there's all a lot of old games that I want yeah. to play. I, I, I want to play, but, but that's that's the goal of this of this yeah. show. We I, I think we have Lamar coming up. I think I, I have to communicate with him. He said he was busy this past weekend because apparently there was a there's an anime convention yeah. in Pasadena this past weekend. Mm-hmm. There's like an anime convention every weekend for like the next like three months. Yeah, <laughs> in the lead up to Anime Expo. Mm-hmm. So many conventions. So uh, Lamar has already confirmed that he wants to be that he wants to be the guest this coming weekend. We gotta coordinate because uh, I'll be very busy on Saturday. My lovely lady Rosa, oh, it's her right. birthday. Yeah, right. Throwing a barbecue for her. It'll be fun. Can't wait. I like barbecues. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be more more carne asada than man <laughs> on Saturday. I'm excited. And what's oh, you know what somebody else I discovered looking through all my games that reminded me. I found that I have all these karaoke games uh, on the PS2. I just gotta find the karaoke mics. <laughs> I know I have like two sets of them. <laughs> I have to go dig through the, the garage. I'm like, where is the karaoke? Because I have all these discs. Oh, cool. Because like, uh, Sony had put out these like, various karaoke games called SingStar. I think there's a modern version now, but it's all just digital. You can yeah. just, and so it's all freaking iTunes esque where you have to just buy all the music mm-hmm. online. But I had all these discs that I picked up on clearance from Target. <laughs> Like SingStar '90s, SingStar Classics, SingStar's Amp. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> I have all. I'm like, I can provide karaoke for this party. Yes, uh, original is gonna just be rock band, like like I did for for her birthday last year. But oh, this time I would scat straight up karaoke. Ah, nice. I have a number of P's. Many, 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 many a person, and it'll be much easier than having to to do my old rock band roadie thing and bring all the plastic instruments out. Ah. I guess I just gotta. And I know my PS2 works. I just gotta find. Those darn microphones. I know I have them. These yes. PS2 USB microphones. <laughs> I have to dig through. I have to dig through the the, the my, my little miniature Temple of Doom yeah. in, the, in the garage with my mom's. I'm like, what are the damn SingStar mics? What do I do with those? Why don't I? Why don't I label boxes? What's wrong with me? <laughs> Some of them are labeled. But it, it, it's all the stuff I don't need that's labeled. There you go. It's like like years ago, I was searching for a bunch of GameCube controllers. I had a Smash Brothers night when the last Smash Brothers game had come out like five years ago. I had a Smash Brothers night, and I was like desperately searching, where the fuck? Because I, back when I worked at Nintendo, take a drink, everybody, I, I saved all these GameCube controllers, because I, they, they, when I had started at Nintendo in 2005, the GameCube was still around. Yeah. And so I had to, I had to constantly be replacing GameCube controllers, I, you know, at, well, 
I think no Target did. Oh, Target did have a crappy GameCube <laughs> interactive. I'd have all these com- controllers with these, these arms on them. <laughs> they, mm. These built-in arms. Like I had all these controllers, and after the GameCube went kaput and they killed all the interactive systems, I had this stack of GameCube controllers, which I think I was supposed to send back to Nintendo, but I never did because <laughs> I knew like, oh man, I'm gonna need these one of these days because you know people. It was generally considered the best controller for Smash Brothers, and then Nintendo realized, oh, people really did think it's the best controller. They released an adapter, yeah. so you can keep playing yeah, it on, yeah. on the next system. I'm, 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 I'm I think the, the, the adapter I have for my Wii, I think it works on the Switch, so you can still keep using these controllers. I'm, I was like, oh, I knew I had this box with like ten of them, but I didn't know where it was mm. <laughs> in my mom's garage. I had like, I, like, I, I was already living in Pasadena, and I was like, I was going back home. Like, she's like, what are you looking for? I'm like, I'm looking for a box. <laughs> With a bunch of controllers that look weird. They look like vibrators. <laughs> that that's for Samzia. Because he always can yeah. the dolphin vibrator. Because <laughs> game controllers they look like weird little yeah. you know, shocker. I was I, I remember like box after box. It was like buried in the deepest, darkest depths. Because like, I, I had this wall of boxes of all my Nintendo shit that that I never sent back. <laughs> I sent a lot of stuff back. But there's a lot of shit they didn't know I had. Uh. <laughs> and all this stuff, and I, like, I finally found it. I'm like, yes! It's like a box for like 10 of them. Like I grabbed a whole bunch of them. I'm like, yes! And then Smash Night, we all had GameCube controllers. Nice. Because my, my friend, uh, uh, my, my friend Kia, he brought his GameCube adapter. I had my GameCube adapter. Eight controllers. Big ass screen, everybody was playing Smash Brothers. It was a pretty awesome night, if I do recall correctly. <laughs> Fun times for everyone. Fun times for for everyone. So if, if, if you, if, if, if let's say, dear viewer, if you want to be a, a guest on, on Game Time with Dre, I think that's the name, I don't know, I, I, I can't commit to a name. <laughs> I, I'm bad with committing to names to these shows. <laughs> so yeah, we have good names with Dre's Geek Philosophy, Multiverse Comic Show, Game Time with Dre, I, I, I guess, I don't know, we'll see. Well, we shall see. But if you, fair viewers, if, if you are in the Los Angeles area and you want to game with Dre if you want to talk about your gaming history I know Jay Polidar wants to mm-hmm. you come down here we can tell stories you can pick you can pick from my game collection or if you have something that, that you want to bring and share with, with with us and I have an appropriate system to play it on well you can bring it down and you, know, you can communicate with me either message me if you're a personal friend on Facebook just message me on my on my instant messenger if you're not a friend then message me through this show and we shall see we're, we're making a schedule of people who, who can and when they can come down and game with Dre and we'll stream that it'll be fun it's just like it's 15-20 minutes I'm not having anyone sit here and we're not going to slog through an hour or something yeah. that, that, that's not that's not the plan I find a, a fun, fun stuff oh dang River City Ransom oh I love that game that game is so cool. I, I think I have it on my 3DS. I'm not sure if it's... I, I, I feel like I have it somewhere else that, that, that could be playable. But River City Ransom, that, that's, that was one of the first games that I, 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 were, I knew I had to have someone else with me to play. No. The first, I, remember I had rented it. I, mm-hmm. My cousins were coming over uh, from, from Mexico. And I was like, oh, I told, I told my parents, we've got to go to the JC Video. I don't know if you remember old yeah, JC yeah. Video. And I'm talking about the OG one, not the not the yeah. giant one that they had. I'm talking about the OG one that was right there. And I, and we're going in there. And I'm like, oh, do you have River City Ransom? They didn't have the box. I'm like, oh yeah, we have it. I'm like, oh, I need that. And then my cousin came over, popped that in. We got all the way to the end. Because <laughs> nice. as long as one of you is still alive, the other one can come back. Yeah, <laughs> you lose half your money, but that's okay. We ain't got no money. Fuck it. Take take half a nickel. You can't. <laughs> 
As long as one of us stayed alive. The other one, stay alive long enough for me to come back. All right, well, I come back. I have a full-out bar. Okay, you can die. <laughs> Go ahead. We just keep tur- tra- taking turns dying, and we just double-team all the bosses till we get to the very end. They re-released it for the 3DS years ago. I bought it, and uh, I leveled up enough, because that was one of the games where you could level up, but the, the, it didn't. It, but it couldn't save. It didn't have the save feature in it because it required a battery. Uh, so it had like a, a 64 character password oh man because <laughs> like there's all sorts of different stats you could have yeah. so like 64 characters and you're talking about numbers and letters and uppercase and lowercase <laughs> and symbols just to get all the permutations yeah. of what you could potentially have and I remember like oh fuck that shit but like doing that back in the old NES I remember we'd write down the passwords but you try to enter that back in I'm a dumbass kid trying to write down the password of course I probably would confuse an O and a zero yeah <laughs> We'd lose all our progress. I mean, on the on the three DS, I had leveled up enough where I could beat the game by myself. I didn't need a second player. I went through and I was just like fucking stone hands, because <laughs> there was, there was these cool moves called hands, you know, like stone hands, and you you do this tumbling thing. It was it was an awesome game. Gosh, I, I uh, if I can find they, they did a remake on the PS four. If Daniel Wong, if you want to, I, I will see about getting that remake on the PS four. If I can get if I can borrow it from my boss <laughs> without having to because. Um, there's this company called um, uh, Limited Run Games where they take games that are, are digital only, and, but they'll make a limited run mm. of physical copies. But these have become like fucking commodities. <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're only a certain number are printed. Like and then to, to order it from the website, you, they only let you buy like one or two copies. Hmm. And then my boss has like you know, my boss has a connection, so he resells them. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a River City Melee that came out on the PlayStation Four. And it, it, it continues to be a, a thing that happens on huh. there. But if I can get my hands on River City Melee, Daniel Wong, if you want to be the guest, and we can play River City Melee or River City Ransom for 15 minutes, that is also an option. So, yo, see right there, Giant Polydor, but Stone Hands, Acro Circus, that's the tumbling one, and, uh, and Dragon Feet, because your feet, we would kick three times quickly, and then huh. most of the enemies would die instantly. <laughs> most of the... Most of, those, most of those moves could, like, instantly kill a lot of the regular enemies, and then you just fuck up the bosses. Yeah. It was such a fun game, and, it, it's, and it's funny because there's such a love for that game. They, they spawned all these other ones. Like, like I said, there's this River City Melee, and mm-hmm. I saw on the 3DS, they had, like, the, like River City Volleyball. Because it was that, that same company that created um, Super Spike Volleyball, mm-hmm. and it was, it was the same little guys with the, with the little pompadours <laughs> and the weird faces, and they all go, barf! <laughs> when you beat them up. It's, it's an awesome game, so. Daniel Wong, if you want to be a guest. There's many times I remember I go into Daniel Wong's house back in the day. We play Smash Brothers for, for the whole evening. Oh. And we go to go to El Tepe, I can get a freaking um, Emmanuel's burrito. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those. That was, a, that was some good-ass times playing Smash Brothers for, for an entire evening and afternoon. I remember those days. I like those days. I, I do have a 64. Uh, the N64 is an option. I, I only have two games for N64. I have Star Fox 64 because a work of art. And I have WWF No Mercy. Not that WWE bullshit. <laughs> WF No Mercy. Because that's the greatest wrestling game of all. No. Hands down. No argument. Mm. Whatsoever. <laughs> so, yeah. Message me. Contact me. If you want to be a guest on Game Time with Dre or Gaming with Dre or Gaming History of Dre, I don't know <laughs> anymore. Something. Gaming. Weekend. Yeah, yeah, the one I can't call it Superstar Save Point because that's what it's called on Up Up Down Down. No. That's basically the concept I'm borrowing. <laughs> Just, yeah, message me. Contact Dre if you want to be a guest on 
gaming with Dre. Game time with Dre. Something with Dre. Something. Talking games. Yeah. <laughs> Insert name here. <laughs> I'll go back and edit that. And be like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just move my mouth and then I'll, I'll insert into the video. Insert name here. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at DreGP Podcast. You can follow Pete on Twitter at Nostalgic Comics. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, he's Nostalgic underscore Comics. I always look over here because yeah. he has it on the chalkboard up top <laughs> over here. On Facebook, he's, it's Nostalgic Books and Comics for Pete Molini. Um, you can follow me at SoCalClone. I'm in the process of figuring out if I want to give up my personal account and make it the podcast account. Yeah. <laughs> Which will just be flooded with cat photos anyway. <laughs> of my two beautiful kitty cats, Yogi and Tina. <laughs> and also gaming stuff. <laughs> and podcast stuff. Who knows? Who knows? And uh, of course, if you're listening to this on podcast form, you can, follow, you can always watch us live Monday nights at Dre GP Podcast on Facebook. Or just search Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. The uh, YouTube page. Someday I'll work on it some more. You can find us on there. If you want to watch classic episodes, episodes from two years ago, oh, yeah. you can watch episodes 1 through 15 or 1 through 13 are all up on the YouTube page, as well as a bunch of select episodes that I exported from Twitch to YouTube. Hello, Twitch people. Oh, SoCal RMD. He, it looks like he took off. But if anyone, you can also watch us. We do simulcast this show on Twitch. And I will eventually be streaming games on Twitch at some point as well. Yes, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Drake Philosophy for Pete Molini, for Drake Cervantes. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. If you want to listen to us talk about comics, stick around this uh, Facebook channel. Wednesday night, 8.30 Pacific Time. We'll talk about comics. Pete will tell you all about the brand new comic news. Talk about all the brand new comics that come out. Wednesdays, 8.30 Pacific Time. And then, gaming show at some point point. on the weekend. Coming, most likely Sunday, because I'm busy all day Saturday. We'll see you guys then. Have a good night. Good night. Good night, Twitch. All right, audio people. If anyone's still listening, thank you for listening. Have a good night.